0: Welcome to another episode with Coach Kathy. Today I want to talk about cause and effect. And in this case, cause and effect when it comes to our health. I want to share personal news with you. And through this personal story that I'm going to tell you, I hope that you pick up the nuggets and the pieces that you can relate to. And I'll share it in a way that I'm sure it'll be relevant in some aspect of your life when it comes to your well-being. with your brain function, your physical health, and so forth. So I also wanted to share this with you because I want to be held accountable. And one way to be held accountable is to put it out there. Let a whole bunch of people know that you're about to do something and then you really get the motivation and the courage to follow through. So here's my accountability peace and and I'm coming to you and I hope that um, it inspires you but also at the same time it helps me to share. So here we go. So recently I had my physical done and my doctor, when she called back about the blood work, I, you know, I wasn't expecting anything and sure enough she gives me the good news of, you know, everything is fine in these areas and then she drops the bomb on me about my high cholesterol level. I never knew I had cholesterol issues. I didn't think I would. I'm 44. I eat good. I move around a lot all day. I've got a little one. So what's with cholesterol? As she was saying it, and this is me whenever somebody gives me a a kind of a news with a punchline, I I am hearing it, but I'm also processing 20,000 thoughts that are going along with the news. So. The emotions were high. I was like, wow, this is like pretty serious. I could have a heart attack. I'm like, what the hell's going on here? I need to go on cholesterol meds. I don't want to go on cholesterol meds. What can I do? So as she's telling me what's going on, I pretty much tuned her out and went into my own head with my own thoughts of how I'm going to approach this. So once she hung up the phone, I thought about it and a flood of emotions were continuing And my little girl across the room is is playing with her toys and I'm looking at her going, Kathy, WTF, here we are focusing on mental health and thinking I'm doing all the right things and now I have this bomb drop on me on uh, watch your cholesterol or else. So she said, let's check your blood work again in three months. And for me, I'm a little bit of a competitor when it comes to myself. I compete with myself all the time. So I said, okay, if this is the thing, if you're giving me a three months check-in or recheck, I'm gonna prove you wrong. In three months, I'm gonna get this cholesterol under control. So then all these thoughts and ideas of how I'm gonna do it. So I'll share with you some of the ways I'm gonna approach it, but let's step back. I had to go back to my tools. I had to go back to my training material. And I wanted to go back and approach it systematically as opposed to trying to come from a pace of high emotions and, and a whole bunch of thoughts that weren't really serving me in this case. After all, if you didn't know by now, I'm a cancer survivor. So there, there's something about the survival that's in me that if you give me bad news, I am gonna prove you wrong. So here we go, Here's here's the process that I went through. What I'm about to share with you is a module or a chapter out of one of my training programs that I have that I pick and choose, you know, with clients when, when we're working on a very specific thing. We, we pull out each of these modules and we work through it together. It's like an exercise program, if you will. So in this case, for me, the chapter that I want to kind of work through with myself and I'm sharing it with you, it is about well-being and the the highlight of it is is the whole cause and effect and the emotions about health well-being how do we approach it how do we define it and and what the hell why does this even happen to us to begin with so our society is conditioned to treating symptoms instead of causes when it came to my cancer diagnosis it was about okay here's chemo here's what we're gonna do but really, nobody asked, well, what caused it to begin with, right? It's like, oh, it is what it is. Let, let's just give you a whole bunch of medication, toxic medication, but also happen to heal my or fix my cancer, if you will. I digress. Anyways, now, in this chapter, there's the topic around intention and trapped in illusion. So let's break it down. What do we mean by intention? If you create a picture in your mind or use language that affirms your illness, then you're creating a message to which the universe will respond. The result? More of the same will deliver. For example, continually saying, I have a bad back, tells you, everyone around you, and the universe, that you own a bad back. That's the law of being and how we're being. In this case you are being someone with a bad back that's who you believe you are at the core and the more the same is returned to you that's the intention sometimes that we operate in is labeling ourselves and owning it to like the nth degree and keep repeating it over and over so in my case it would be i have high cholesterol I could have a heart attack any minute. Like I could be saying that if if I'm not paying attention, that could be the narrative or that's what I keep saying. And underneath it, I'm really owning that, aren't I? So that's pretty powerful, just just let that sink in a bit. Another way to look at it is this. Often, you can get caught up in what seems to be without realizing that is only temporary. Sometimes an illness had a purpose and then we hold on to that illness out of habit. For example, a possible purpose of having a cold might be to remind you to slow down. Chances are, if you don't listen, you'll get another, a stronger message is coming through. Your body is very wise and you can learn a lot by listening to what is trying to tell you. Again, going back to my recovery from cancer, part of that was I listened to my body and I slowed down and I knew exactly why I got that diagnosis. I was going fast and furious and it was just too much going on for me. So if we actually take the time and listen and understand what the purpose or the message is that our body is sending to us, our whole world can become a lot more purposeful. There's more we can pay more attention to the cause and the effect of what's going on with our body. When you really tap into your highest level of consciousness and you're going from a place of non-judgment, illness is actually not a bad thing. Instead, you can see it as an experience and it's as equally valuable at any, as any other experience. So again, in the case of my high cholesterol, It's a new experience that I'm going through and how I'm going to see it. Now here's the thing. I'm gonna pause for a second and and I wanna acknowledge that you may say, well, Kathy, you're just being just so positive and so like out there, and oh I get it. I understand. But here's the thing: I'm at a crossroads of either I concentrate fully and with all my might into this new label, into this new diagnosis, or I can choose how I want to be with this thing, this this new thing that my body is doing to itself and how I can help it heal itself. So that's where I'm coming from. I'm not dismissing, I'm not disengaging from, from, from this illness or this condition right now. I just, I'm processing it. And for me, this is how I process. And in this case, I'm sharing it on a podcast to the world. So, so going back to the, there's purpose in illness. Here are a couple of exercises that, that I am going to personally do, and I'm sharing it with you. And actually, I'm going to put this in a worksheet, and you can access it in the show notes and download it and kind of follow along and do the same thing. So actually, let's step back a bit. When we were talking about intention and that illusion, the trapped illusion that you know we may think this is permanent, here's some questions you may want to ask yourself. So think about the physical symptoms you have. How might your thoughts, language, or habits have contributed to creating or maintaining them? So this is big, people. This is once you start writing this out, you you get to see the picture. But again, the question is: Think about a physical symptom you have or an illness. How might your thoughts, language, or habits have continued? to creating or maintaining them. So whether it's diabetes, cholesterol like me, what are those thoughts that you're having about it, and and how are they contributing to continuing to continue to have it, right? So write those out. No judgment, don't overthink it, just write them all out. See what comes up, observe it, just look at it. Now, the other piece around purpose in illness, Here's some questions that you may want to reflect on. Think of a time when you were ill. Looking back on it now, what might have been the purpose for you in that experience? And or what did you learn from it? I learned a shit ton from my cancer journey. I a whole lot. And even now, with my brain wiring, I don't attach it to to an illness or a disorder. I'm learning this new me out of it. So there is a positive to to having ADHD and I'm really honing in on that and and you know, honing in on mastering if you will my true genius that comes with ADHD. So think about that question in the past, an illness, something that physically happened to you. What did you learn from that? What did you experience? When we understand that illness is part of our life, you can remove the feeling of victimization that often accompanies it. Believe me, in at the, when that doctor called and said, cholesterol, you got to watch it, Kathy, heart attack around the corner, like all of those things. I mean, she said it to me in a nice way, not so, you know, with so much catastrophe behind it, but I heard, all I heard was catastrophe. And all I heard was victim, like, and I blamed COVID and all this and that and stress. And I just went down the well of despair. I have to tell you, it was within minutes that I went there. But then I have to then pull myself back out to be like, do I want to stay in here for days? Or am I willing to do something about it? So the key here is the faithful belief in the process while things may make sense years later, when you are wise to the process of life, you don't have to suffer in the moment. That that phrase is, is from, from the book, the exercise book that I have. And it's such a powerful phrase because really when I look at what's going on now with, with, with this condition, I'm in the process of it. I'm in the journey of it and seeing... What can I do? And I know it's going to open up my eyes to new ways of eating, to new ways of exercise and all of that, which introduces whole other things. Like I I am now researching all things cholesterol just to see what the heck that's all about and then what to do. So another question to ask, another point of reflection here to yourself is if you really believed and accepted that illness serves a purpose, how would that change your view of being ill, right? So pausing here, it's a big question. How would it change? I remember the day when I went into my first chemo, I actually had full-on makeup, ready to go, like as if I was going to a party. And the lady was like, where are you going, my dear? I'm like, this is the nurse that was gonna give the IV and all of that. I said, I'm not going anywhere, I'm right here, but I wanted to come in, to lighten up the room because everybody is, honestly, there's some people that were on their deathbeds. And, you know, they they had the life sentence that it's like, okay, you've got chemo and you have X amount of years. Uh, Thankfully, I didn't have that. But at the same time, accepting it and realizing that there's a bigger purpose in this. And I never forget her comment. She said, you're going to do just fine because you've accepted this, right? Because I wasn't being a victim to it. I was like, yep, it is what it is. Let's move forward. On Off we go. So high conscious awareness tells us that illness always has a purpose. However, it's not always clear what that purpose is. So let, let's just be realistic here. Sometimes we don't know what's happening. So instead of just accepting what happens, remember that you can create your future too. So do whatever you can to remove the cause of the challenge. If you have addressed all the things that can cause that illness and that illness still remains, then perhaps the purpose goes beyond your own personal experience. Think of Helen Keller, Christopher Reeves, are examples of what people whose personal experiences have transformed the consciousness of the world. That is freaking powerful, right? Sometimes we've got terminal stuff to deal with. But think about beyond you. What impact are you making collectively to the community? What can you put out there to teach others, to help others deal with their critical illnesses? Right, with their terminal illnesses and so forth. So there's there's such power in that. So there's one that comes up around guilt. Again, going back to the diagnosis or the, the latest news on cholesterol, there was the guilt of oh I caused this, oh shit, here we go. So forget about what caused anything the idea goes, is just to accept that something did cause it, but it doesn't help us to focus on why. Because honestly, I I could give you a few whys that happened. But here's the thing I'm focusing on, and I'm choosing to focus on this. Instead, focus on creating what you want by looking at what you can do about the situation now. So I'm taking responsibility for what is going to happen in the future. The past is, it is really the past. It's, it is is what it is. I'm here now. And it's about that three months from now when I do that blood work, it's going to come back and say, no, oh, cholesterol, what? You're good to go. So the question is, what, be it in health or anything else, have you been focusing on in the past? And now you're ready to create something that you can focus on for the future. So ponder that question a little bit and reflect on it. Now, here's the thing. I always talk about perspective, perspective. What perspective are you looking at something? I even have an assessment that measures your perspective and how you see the world. In this case, when it comes to illness, it comes to that cause and effect. Here's different perspectives that we could be looking at illness. So here's one way to look at it. There's six different ways that we could look at this perspective through and, and say, Either we're going to be a victim to it or we're going to rise above it. So that level one energy, the first perspective, the lowest one, is it just figures that I get sick this week. I always seem to come down with something at the worst times. That's one way to look at it. Very victim, very woe me. The next one up is I hate being sick. I can't believe that my co-workers got me sick again. So that's another way of looking at sickness. It's very angry or blaming others. A third way to look at it is at least I'll get to read my book while I'm at home in bed recovering. It's very much about rationalizing the situation, isn't it? It's like, okay, here's the other side that I that I can look at it. Now, let's go another level up. This is this starts to become very much a level that you're you're really getting energy that's kind of lifting you up, building you up. And this one is about, the person might say, I'm going to be sure to take care of myself so I get better soon. So this is self-care comes in. This is, I'm going to take care of myself. I got this. I can do it. At the next level, level five, is being ill is a gift. I'll honor my self, and rest. I've earned it. I know. To say an illness is a gift is like huge kind of stretch there. I get it. But at the same time, I'd like you to look at it from a place of, it's a gift that it's telling you to slow down, take care of yourself, pay attention to you. You deserve this time to yourself so you can go in And heal the inside as opposed to always being on the go and looking to help others. So think of it as a gift in that way. And finally, the sixth way of looking at it is how do I want to experience this? This illness, this condition, whatever it is. So for me, how I want to experience cholesterol at the highest level that it is, is to learn more to slow down, to be very mindful of the activities that I do throughout the day, to be mindful of the way I'm going about my day, and to slow down the autopilot. I've been on autopilot. I've been a bit reactive. It's, it's that kind of a lifestyle we're living right now. And it's choosing how I want to experience this as I'm going through it. So those six perspectives, you can, again, the bottom of the bottom is to be a victim to it. And then you start to move up and kind of all the way to that higher level of consciousness that your higher coach, you're tapping into that and saying, it's an experience. So there's two questions that you may want to reflect on in this particular segment. One is, which of those six perspectives that I went through reflects the way you are currently being with regards to any sort of illness that you have. So be honest with yourself, nobody's looking, nobody's reading their notes. So as I read those six different perspectives, which ones are you kinda coming at when you're looking at a particular condition or illness that you have going on in your life? And how can you shift your default tendency to get to the self-care of at least that perspective of four, which is, the fourth one was, I'm going to take good care of myself so that I can well get well soon. It's self-compassion. I know one thing about ADDers for certain is that we care so much and we the caring that level of caring that we do is so outwards that we forget to take care inwards. So that fourth perspective is to really go in from that self-compassion. So the thought around that is of concern, and you come with an emotion of compassion, and the action is service. And in this case, all of those are towards yourself when it comes to illness. So this exercise is to kind of show you where you at in that perspective, and how can you shift it just a little bit so you can see it from a different perspective. Because when we're not paying attention, we go on autopilot, And we could truly become a victim to the condition. So my friends, I threw a whole bunch at you here. But then the reason I did that also, as I said at the beginning of this conversation, selfishly, was for my own kind of capturing what I'm going to go through. And my action plan, as I am also going to go and answer those questions that I already have in my own internal dialogue there are a few things that I'm gonna do differently. So my view to exercise has been a little bit level two of I really don't like to exercise, it's just like it's boring, I don't wanna do it. So I'm gonna challenge that perspective that I have to, to that it's a choice, I choose to do it. And recently I saw on YouTube uh, the, this person that talked about how they approached exercise. And it was around, you know, do a little bit, but align it to your level of energy on that day. So for me, I, I, I have a lot of fatigue most days. And so if fatigue is coming in, I'm just going to go walk the dog instead of one round the block, twice around the block. And that would be my exercise. And on the days where I am pumped and I have energy I am going to do something with my little girl, we're going to dance, we're going to do something active, we're going to run around the house because she loves doing that. So just having that matching my action, exercise action, if you will, to my level of energy for that day is give me a peace of mind that I don't have to be doing like, you know, a whole 20 minutes of cardio and this and that. I and it doesn't excite me. It doesn't interest me. My brain isn't wired for it that way. So those are some of the things I'm gonna do, and I'm gonna look at um, really reevaluating what we're eating and how we're eating, and that's another thing that I'm gonna look at. With with COVID, we've been ordering in a lot. I I need to kind of change that perspective, and so on. So my friends, I hope this. Active exercise, if you will, was useful to you guys, my share, I hope you, it inspired you to look at things a little bit differently when it comes to health and illness, and I could go on on this episode, but I, I also, again, like I said, I wanted to bring in the, the vulnerability of, we're not all perfect, just because I coach, it doesn't mean, I've got it all together in all aspects of my life. Here's the latest news from me. So until next time, keep on shining. I'm going to attach the worksheet to this episode. Feel free to download it and kind of go through the exercises and sit down and really reflect. Just take a few moments and do it because once you go through it and see what comes up, you can see where your perspective is and how you can just shift it just a notch. So until next time, keep on shining.